but somehow we adopted this plastic model, whereas a lot of the other parts of the world did not, you know? Um, and so that's like number one. And you can actually see health trends parallel that. So you mm. see childhood obesity and you see cardiovascular disease, you see early premature puberty. And so again, genetics didn't change in a generation, right? Like something was happening, more kind of background, more silent, you can't see that's changing big, huge health trends in both adults, but specifically for kids. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. This week's episode is brought to you by none other than Kinder Beauty, Drew Coffee, and Kiki Milk. Uh, code Adulting works at kikimilk.com and drewcoffee.co um, for 20 and 30% off, respectively. Kinder Beauty, uh, no discount there, but no discount. There's always a discount. There's Just go on kinderbeauty.com. Wait a few seconds. I bet you there will be a nice little oh, window that you guys pops got the up pop for ups you. Happening? I'm just saying, we got you. I was going to say, I don't even need it. You... Wait, hold up. Hold up for one second while I search one quick thing that I just got in my email, actually. Hold up. This is really random, but I just we just hired a new... Um, like an influencer outreach individual who's working with us for Kinder. And is I that her official title? I don't, I don't know. I'm not title? very official, okay? She's just a badass in the influential world. Um, and she emailed me the other day, and now i got to find it, but she did give me a discount that I've never actually seen before. I think it was Daniela 50. I'll confirm. Continue on. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Try it. Daniela 50. I hope that works. <laughs> yeah. Head to those sites, check everything out, uh, get what you got to get, serve yourself up. Uh, but until then, as always sit back, relax, our baby, keep it pushing. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or your fire, you got a cat or a dog, good vibes or a problem in school, or got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both Hit adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is a show for you. We're pretty sure of it. Yeah, pretty sure of it. Today's a really solid episode. I am so, I'm so juiced right now. Like, I'm feeling so good about what I'm about to do the second I get home. I'm feeling very cold, like metal-ish. You know what I mean? Like like stainless steel-ish. Oh, shoot. Is you know that like mean? a new Marvel superhero? I just made it up now. I'm into that. I'm uh, into so that. today we have Dr. Mantravati on the show. Um, she's just a G. She's a mom. She's a pediatrician. She's the founder of a company called Ahimsa. They make stainless steel dishware. And you might be like... What do you mean? Nobody else does that? Yeah. Turns out almost nobody else does that. When you think about it, I mean, honestly, if anyone's listening and they're like, wait, hold on, let me think about it. Where are our stainless steel dishes? Mm -hmm. I don't have any Not right yet. now. Like I got, I told her I got a mixing bowl. I got a dog bowl, but I don't have anything that we can eat. Off are of. they in the mail yet? 
I already ordered them. Yeah, I just ordered them. Money. So they have a sale going on right now. If you're interested, obviously listen to more and why you should probably be interested. Um, it has a lot to do with... Um, why we should get rid of more of the plastic in our house and our lifestyle and get that hundred percent. I'm so glad you went there. Cause it's like, why, why should I care? Yeah. Why, why should I care? Right. Cause we're, we're using far too much plastic. It's horrible for us, horrible for the environment. Mm-hmm. And there are solutions that exist out there that are so logical. They make mm-hmm. all the sense in the world. She's Dr. Montrevati said, I'm from India. Uh, this is the dishware of choice there. And we're talking about a billion people. She's like, I come to the U S and it just doesn't exist. It's wild. Why? It's just, we, it's our job to start, you know, simplifying and, and going back to the basics where it's like, this is a product that can sustain a lot, right? What is it called? It's inert. <laughs> Inert. Inert. It which basically means doesn't, it, it doesn't share itself with materials that come in contact which with Which means it. it's just safer. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, plastic is made of chemicals, right? Totally. We, we talk about this a lot, like during our discussion, but it's a synthetic material. Like we have to literally make it mm-hmm. by, you know, since I'm a scientist, like <laughs> you just add a bunch of stuff together and mm-hmm. it makes this nasty compound. Called- that can't even be recycled most of the time. Not so only 9%. Anyways, you guys, um, hang on to your seats. We got more of that, but until then we're about to switch major gears because we've got some massive wins and fails. I would you. say that conversation was a win. No, that was a win, but let's talk about about like our don't, adulting don't, wins don't and worry. fails. Okay. You go first. Cause you said, oh, I got something that's really well, exciting. I mean, you guys, it's been a few months. Maybe I think it's been almost three months between two and three months. I couldn't even tell you because I just, whatever, it doesn't matter. We just got off of our second ever parents gone wild parents day out. Bing bang. Extravaganza. Um, if you have heard us talk about the first experience, it, um, it was that. And then some, my win is the feeling that comes with having fun and just living your life and not caring at all about just so much. Like, so we, let me backtrack. Okay. If you're, if you're unfamiliar, we did this once before with a group of friends where we rented a bus, a party bus, and we drove down to Santa Barbara, which really is kind of like not all that important in the story because what really made it fun was the experience we had all together. So we made a commitment to, would you say it's the people over the the thing or the place, the people, the fact that we like gave ourselves permission to take a break from the kids, let loose, let loose, like listen to music, like our own music, no blippy, no wiggles, like (laughs) no Coco melon. It was just for us. Um, and the music was for Brandon. Oh yeah. Okay. Brandon. Okay. Sure. 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 No, it was so much fun. We had the best time. At least I did. Um, and you know what? I don't have nearly as many hand blisters as I did the first time from going upside down. But you know what I look at that as the reason why partially why I think it was so successful is mm-hmm. repetition. That and no. You're becoming calloused. That and right, you're getting better. That and the fact that back in my heyday before kids, I um used to invert a lot back in my yoga, my yoga days and inverting. Let me tell you something, Andrew, all that fresh blood that gets like rejuvenated in your brain. Mm. Like that just gives you life. And mm-hmm. when I'm upside down in that bus, Andrew, hanging on for dear life, doing some topsy turny stuff, I am being reborn. Okay. Okay. I think, uh, because you came back from the inverted position, all that blood now is, 
<laughs> is coming back out the way it's supposed to. <laughs> There's my fail, everyone. <laughs> but also a win. I'm about to turn this around for you, right, okay? Do that. So the fail is... Um, the day after we got back from the bus, I woke up and of course I drank. So I woke up heavier and more lethargic than ever. I literally stand up and it's like everything just drained out. It's gross. TMI. Sorry. But I got my period a week early. Here's the win. We are as of now going to stagecoach next weekend. And I was scheduled Bang. per my app to get my period the mm-hmm. first day of stagecoach, which not only was I questioning whether we were actually going to follow through with stagecoach being that I am a bit of a, I got separation anxiety when it comes to leaving the kids. And this will be the first time that we're doing it like electively for a day away, like a night away, you know, or more than a night Maybe away. Two. Yeah. So, um, anyways, moral of the story is somebody upstairs was looking out for me because I got my period a week early. Yeah. No, that's pretty. That's that's so, funny. Cause, really, no Because that would be. I, I'm just guessing because I'm not you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a female, but that would be pretty inconvenient. Yeah? Incredibly inconvenient, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, that's not for Going me. Going back to a few podcasts ago, um, I am part of the rare group of people that just bleed excessively. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay, and then half our listeners just left. So sorry, guys. Stay tuned. We've got a lot of talk <laughs> talking to do. Uh, okay, so that was a win and fail. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 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 Um, look, my, my fail, it's also kind of a win. It's kind of a win because it's, it's, it's getting addressed, right? It's first world problems, yada, yada. This renovation that, uh, apparently is a, uh, an infinity renovation, mm. which means those there's are, no those are cool. closed loop. Right? Sure, sure. It could potentially just go on. You can't see the end in sight for all of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more to do. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Andrew decided to wear a trash me? bag as a shirt. No, don't worry. I'm it's not going to touch you. It's a, tr- it's a windbreaker. It, okay. Uh, Alan. I'm actually doing. <laughs> oh. <I> just, <laughs> anyways, if you're anyone who listens to podcasts or records audio for a living, you know, you don't wear a windbreaker. To I'm record. still new at this. It's okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Two years in. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, you were saying how, um, the infinity oh, of our yeah, renovation yeah. No, no is closed loop, but that's okay. All right. So anyway, so we, we mostly have the kitchen done. I don't know if we talked about this in a previous oh, episode. Gosh, I don't even know if I want we to do freaking counters on sink in like working kitchen and then bang a hole. Somebody in the dropped sink. something into the sink and it put a hole in the porcelain sink. An entire, like the quarter sized hole. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So right now it's like a dark circle from some sort of material, probably not healthy for us. Yeah. Some material to basically plug it. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing a uh, replacement of the sink, which just entails way too much. All the people for, for the counters, the cabinets, the floors. Everyone has to be there. Every, although the floors are a joke in the kitchen. The floors, they got to be redone anyways. But These people don't even know why. Yeah, dude, you could pull the sink out. Uh-huh. And you could fuck up your whole, the whole counter on that side. Yeah, no, no. Right, that's a there big, is that's our a kitchen, as beautiful as it is, there is so much going on in there that needs yeah. addressing. But again, again, perspective. A grateful, First grateful. world problem. Yes. Beautiful yes. kitchen. Beautiful. Right? It's, sure. It's a dream. Yeah. It's an absolute dream. Yeah. We're so going to figure it out, but there's your fail. Go on. Yeah, What's so your win? My win is just... um Outside of a little moment here and there, because that's, that's what it is with, with a one and two year old. Yeah. I feel like the last handful of days have been pretty awesome. They're amazing. With our kids. 
And prior to that, our kids are awesome. Don't get me wrong. You've heard me say this before. I'll, I'll say it forever. They are awesome. But they do a bit of screaming, and uh, everyone wasn't feeling good for a little while. And it was just hard. Like, there were a handful of days where we were just like, dude, there is no end in sight. Like, I see no daylight. This is this is rough. Mm-hmm. But the last handful of days have been like a complete 180. They've mm-hmm. been so cute and cuddly. And, like, Ivory's language is, like, coming alive now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so cool to see her, like... Chatting. She's here. <laughs> She's know? here. I just want to note for any like newer parents out there, I'm not one to ever like give advice because you know we're tr- still trying to figure it out. But one thing I have learned in the last like two and a half years is that there are so many ages and stages. And when I like what I mean by that is people talk a lot about teething and how that can affect someone's mood. I mean, you can look at every little detail of a kid's life, right? Like if their digestive system is, you know, not, not in groove or whatever, not like thriving at the moment. Like you have a group. Shush, Andrew, I have a speech I'm trying to get through. Hmm. Um, you have a grumpy kid, or if you have a kid who, I don't know, like imagine if you had a headache and headache and you can't a headache. Do they Give sell those second. at Karma? Give me a second. <laughs> Shout out Karma Bakery for that chocolate peanut butter cake. That shit was delicious. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying there are so many things that can be going on with your child that are just very like normal things. Or like for goodness sakes, they could just be eating off a friggin' plastic plate and have their hormones disrupted. Right? Turns and like out. we don't even know. Yeah. All I'm saying is hang on, guys. It's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. We just need to get rid of the plastic. It's probably good for you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, for real. I just laughed to like save myself there because I, I don't know. I immediately, as soon as I said that, I was like, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> You're that scared <laughs> of me right now? No. You know, sometimes like you just don't want to deal. Oh, okay. You're not, it's not even that you're not even scared. You're just like, I'm not, I'm not any thing and I don't want to be near you. I'm just not dealing right now. <laughs> gotcha. but I, I am dealing. I'm, we're a foot away from each other. How's it feel? Oh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. The we other, were a the, lot closer on the bus. We were. Yes, we were. It was a good time. It was a great time. It was a great time. Right? It was a great time. Yep. Yeah, Andrew's yeah, a little shy. I'm not shy. I'm just like, I'm not 21 anymore. You know? Uh-huh. So when you were 21, what would you have been serving? A little more like Magic Mike? Probably. Maybe. 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 Like enough drinks, I could get there. It's just not your default. Like I don't need to drink. My default is like like fairly flatlined. Yes. You you know, if you've been listening, you know, fairly flatlined. Yes. Right? I didn't even have to have a sip of alcohol on my tongue to say, okay, let's go. See, that's a rarity for me now to know that like I'm going in a situation and like I've already made the decision that anything is, is possible is a rarity. Now, like, I don't know. It was that day for whatever reason, I, I felt attached to the kids and I, I felt a little bit weird leaving. I couldn't get myself to relax. I got you. Until I, I had know a that. few drinks. Yeah. I don't, that's okay. So I'm like, I'm kind of feeling that way about stagecoach. Like, not sure. Oh, no, no, no. You're okay. I'm I mean, good. that's like, that was a, that was a, the bus is just hours. This is like, you know, a night or two. Yeah, but we did that before. Like, we did that with Geo. What do you mean? We were at the hospital for three nights when Ivory was born. Yeah, but I couldn't, what do you want me to do? I couldn't, I couldn't do saying, my own C section. I'm not C-section. saying that. I'm just saying we've already done it. Like, we know we could do it. Sure, but that's like, I'm, what I'm saying is we are choosing to go and enjoy our it's life. It's okay to choose to have a life. That's okay. 
we're choosing to go do one of the things that like we found to be most fun out of like out of the events that we could do. Can I share something with you guys that Possibly. I just read the other day that also, really helped? I also have one more win. Oh, okay. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's just a little pat on the back for me. So anybody else that's like going down this 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 path with me right now, congratulations. I'm six weeks in or seven weeks in of, of doing the five to five thirty AM workout. And I've already found that, uh, you know, I'm, I've said this, I'm 34 now and I've been active most of my life, played sports, been, been working out fairly consistently, almost what feels like forever. Now I'm freaking bored. You know, I get, I get bored. Like, so six weeks in, seven weeks in, I'm like, okay, I'm glad that I set out to wake up this early. I do a call with my buddy Monday morning at like five 30, but I've been like consistent with, with the wake ups and getting to the gym or whatever sort of workout I do. But I'm like bored already, you know, I'm bored to walk into the gym. It's nice that we have this gym attached to um, the office building here, but there's like not a soul in sight. So I go in and it's like just me. And some days I'm like, this is dope. You got to go to F45, dude. No, I know. But the, 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 the win was just this little subtle reminder to like change things up. Like, you know, listen to your gut, listen to your heart, like do the things you want to do. And for me, this is like such a little thing. People like this so stupid, but like. I didn't want to go work out today. Like my body was killing me. I've been doing jujitsu too, which I guess is a win. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable for me because it's like so foreign to me. It's not anything. I've... You guys imagine now that you know, Andrew, imagine him having to like, I don't even know what you call it. Grapple or spar with another woman in class. Well, it's not, it's not like I go in there to spar with a woman, but like in jujitsu, like anybody can come and do it. Of course. Right? No, I, I know. But there is a chick that shows up and like, I've, I've been a handful of times now and just the other day for the first time we did this like line drill was like situational sparring like basically like you're going at it based on a situation that they put you in and two people compete whoever wins that competition the next person comes in like you're just going through the line of people there's a chick in there a girl a female mm-hmm. and um Uh-oh. it was it uh <laughs> I had to just quickly just go like, it is what it is. Uh-huh. It is what it is. And I'll be honest with you, my, 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 the competitor in me like really kicked in uh-huh. because and that's how it should be. You should have for yeah. sure. Okay. The reality is, is though I'm a lot bigger, a lot stronger, whatever, but she, she's been doing it. Like she has the, yeah. the technical pieces down. Like she knows what she's doing. I don't. Right. So uh-huh. I'm lucky I have those other things to lean back on, but they basically said go. And like she went mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for a second I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> Uh oh, I I was I was like uh oh, and I was like mm mm So you had to just you know. So this defend. is where my athleticism and my strength kicked in. She at one point she was trying to do whatever move she was trying to do on me, and I could just feel that like her weight was too shifted over. So I just launched her a little. Bit. Oh, okay. Flipped her over. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> I didn't never done anything like that. No, I know it's the first. You know what? If I were her, and I I can only speak for myself, but if I were her in that situation, I would have expected no less. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone, anyone, to try to like. I don't know what you call it. Like. To, beat around the bush Take with it me. Easy. Take it easy on mm. me. All right. Like mm. I came here. I'm, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. All right. She does. Right. So I, I, I approve. I think it's great. By yeah. the way, go back to your win. Cause I know. Oh, yeah. So this is going way too long. My win was like, I just get to this point now. I'm like already bored, but I'm, I'm doing what I set out to do. And so today I just switched it up. I was like, I really want to move my body. So I went up to the YMCA. This is a sick ass property at this YMCA. And they have like these big old soccer turf fields and baseball fields and yada yada. It's like a beautiful, beautiful place. 
I've been wanting to go up there early in the morning, even before the sun comes up and like do some running, do some sprinting and stuff today. And I know this is so boring. And oh, yeah, and so I'm going to wrap it up, please. But I went up there and did like a bunch of sprints and stuff today and like it felt good. Good. Felt good. Felt good to switch it up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I love that for you. I, I, I totally get it. Doing mm. stuff that's different and like out of the norm makes you feel alive. Right. Okay. Should that's why I go upside down now? on a bus once in a while, every two months, hopefully just try to fling my body around and you know, got a few bruises, but I'm proud of them. I see. I'm still trying to get one of those buses. It's a little bit different. It doesn't have to be that big, but like a sprinter. Oh no, I'm good. You want to know why? And I talked to Chad about this. Okay. And yes, we have a friend named Chad. He's awesome. He and I were talking about the bus thing. He goes, I think I should buy one of these. I said, here's the thing, Chad, you're not going to enjoy yourself. If you own this bus, do you want to know what already had spilt in the course of an hour in this bus? I don't want to even tell you snacks, food, drinks, like, you know, Things flying around, shoes hitting the things. Like, nah, dude. You don't want that liability. For what? For what? You good? I'm good. <laughs> should we get to the good part now? Yeah. Should we get to the good part? Ah, ah. Yeah. Hey, on, on the subject of music, we just we, we caught up a little bit with American Idol the other night. Oh, God, what a show. And it was the, it was the episode where they were in Hawaii and they had a country artist Jimmy Allen on. Oh. <gasps> I really want him these, to be at stagecoach. Dude, he's fucking dope. It's so dope. And that song, Down Home, mm-hmm. listen to it three times on the way here. You did. Just saying. He's, Andrew's my emo, my emo guy. When he's feeling it, he got he gets to that's check I, back into the what I, feels. Okay, music's one of those simple things in life. I should have worked in the music business. We Something know. I love about music is that you can feel it. Like it can, it can change the course of how you feel in a second. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love that for you. Should we cut to your rap real quick? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Everyone gets a piece of your rap in the beginning of the show. Yeah. No, I meant like the OG raps, but, you know, not the time, not the place. All right. Came to party. Ooh. Came to turn it up. That's not how it goes. I could probably do a song. I came to get it crunk. Oh. Now throw your hands hands up up and and listen listen to this this funk. Single ladies try to get it. Oh, you got single ladies try to make it grow. Ooh. Now bounce that ass while you're dipping real low. <laughs> Don't stop. Keep the moving. Turn it no, up. I like, like what, what you're doing. doing. Party but never comes to an end. Just we just we just pick up the song and we do, do it, it again. again. Hi, yeah. Oh yeah, Where that's the at? I can't. I can't believe we even tried. Okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Hey everyone, um, I'm doing a kinder beauty ad <laughs> because I found the email with my discount code. It's actually Daniela Monet 50. Um, again, kind of new for me. I've never had my own little discount code cause we always have such great offers, uh, going on, but Is that 50% off your first box. I believe so. That's stupid. Yeah. So go to kind of $4. I know it's a great deal. No, you'll get a great deal. And then something else I want to mention that I feel like some people don't know about, but we've got this incredible marketplace. It's a robust marketplace. And you can get things and you don't Would have you to say be on- it's like as big as the Amazon marketplace. No, but it's, it's Not curated because 
we only want the best of the best. Right. So like it's the products I actually use. So unfortunately you cannot fill up like an Amazon marketplace with cruelty free vegan beauty products yet. I mean, I, I don't know. That's beyond, I don't care. Uh, I mean, Just go to kinderbeauty.com. There's a marketplace like universal size. here. <laughs> Got you, Andrew. Um, and we also have a, a mother's day box. So that one's a really fun one to get with your, if you want to celebrate a mom or mom figure in your life. I do. I love mother's day. <laughs> I hope you do. What day is it? Oh, you better know. Okay. You forgot my birthday. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Um, well, welcome to adulting like a mother father, <laughs> fellow mother. Thank, thank you for, for having me. Us. Yeah, no, we're happy to have you. Um, this was exciting for me because I feel like recently, especially with Earth Week, coming off of Earth Week, I think most of us are talking a bit about what we can do differently to support the Earth. But I think what's different about all of us is the fact that we're parents and we're raising little ones and we want them to have that same respect for the Earth, but also, first and foremost, their health matters a lot. And so the correlation between plastic, the environment, the health of our family, I want to learn more. Please uh, explain a little bit of how you became this, this, I, I don't know, like a, a hero in the, in the <laughs> space for, for families and, um, and how you developed this guide. Sure. Well, I, I definitely don't feel like a hero, but I think all, all parents are heroes because we're like, every day just to get through the day is it, it takes a super, superhero strength. I think <laughs> So, um, thanks for having me. Yes. I, um, I'm actually a pediatrician by training. So, um, writing books and creating products is really not at all what I expected to be doing with my life. However, I felt very compelled. So I, I take care of children for a living, right? I went to med school. I am a pediatric hospitalist. So I take care of kids who are otherwise sick enough to be admitted to the hospital. So I don't have a clinic and I just, I really take care of them when they're sick. And then my goal is to make them feel better. But the other big part of being a doctor is also keeping people healthy, right? I think we a lot of times forget that. And so um, it really all started on a text message chain with my fellow pediatrician moms, uh, five other of my you know pediatrician friends texting back and forth when this American Academy of Pediatrics policy statement came out. This was in 2018. Mm. And in it, they basically said, hey, guess what? The chemicals in plastic are interfering with children's hormones, their growth, their development. And so, you know, we recommend to avoid using plastic and rather use glass or stainless steel to serve and store food. So everyone's like brains were exploding, like, oh my gosh, what are you going to do with all your plastic dishes? I've been putting mine in the dishwasher. And, and that's when I realized that there was a big disconnect because I'm from India and stainless steel is a material of choice in India. So I had been using stainless steel for my own kids. And then when I realized that we had this really big policy statement, and then when I went out to see what was in the market, there's no solutions for parents to actually follow that advice. And I thought, well, this seems really silly because a billion people in India are eating off of stainless steel at the dining table. Um, And so I felt very compelled to create a solution for families. Um, but I always say Ahimsa is not just like a product to me. It's really a mission. And so supporting that mission with good education, I think is key, right? Because it's not just, oh, buy this product. It's 
let's all do those little things to change our behavior. So then that way we do keep our kids healthy and we do keep the planet healthy. So that's how I came to be in this really random role that I never thought I would be doing. No, it's awesome. I mean, I have so many questions. I just want to start with some of like the, forgive me, but like dumbed down stuff that just things that come across my mind as a parent, because, um, I've always been pretty aware and I came from, um, I, I grew up a lot with my, my mom's side of the family who was Italian and they, my grandma never, that was never, no Teflon, no plastic. Like it was all very stainless steel for the most part as well. So I wonder if there's just a disconnect here that like has changed. Um, but there's also all these other things, right? There's like melamine and there's, you know, acrylic and there's, um, all these different, like, I I like to call them greenwashing, but I don't even know, like brands that say that they're safe, BHA free and all these different things. Like, should we just be staying away from all of that altogether? Yeah. So that's a good question because that's, I think the number one thing. So number one, to your point about, um, you know, your upbringing in an Italian household, you know, there was a point in the United States of America, we were doing glass and stainless steel tin. And we, you know, in the 1940s, 1930, if you look back when we weren't using plastic, but then the kind of introduction, right. Of the TV dinner of the fast food and really that fast, cheap material became kind of the new hero in town, right? And so that was the industry disruptor. And now we realize it's actually just truly, actually like physically disrupting health and the planet. And so, um, you know, there was a time that this country was also using it, um, but somehow we adopted this plastic model, whereas a lot of the other parts of the world did not, you know? Um, And so that's like number one. And you can actually see health trends parallel that. So you Mm. see childhood obesity and you see cardiovascular disease, you see early premature puberty. And so again, genetics didn't change in a generation, right? Like something was happening more kind of background, more silent. You can't see that's changing big, huge health trends in both adults, but specifically for kids. Um, And so when we think about like, why is plastic bad, right? Because you you see it in the ocean, you're like, oh, well, of course it's pollution and it's bad it's actually really disrupts your hormone system. So our hormone system, um, typically people think about it in adults. They think about their thyroid or um, people who may are struggling with infertility because it's really important for fertility. And so we think about it classically in adults, but hormones are really important for children to grow and to develop. Um, When a child is born, um, their organs are actually not fully developed yet. And so this hormone system is really kind of the the, um, command center, and it tells the organs what to do and how to grow and stay healthy. The chemicals in plastic look like those hormones. That's why we call them endocrine disrupting chemicals or hormone disrupting chemicals. So they're real sneaky. They look like it. And if you think about kind of like maybe a lock and a key, imagine that lock is like the organ and then the key is the hormone, this happens to look like the same exact key. And, but when it goes in there, it's doing the wrong thing. And Mm. so that's why we call it again, you'll hear the term EDC endocrine disrupting chemicals, but it really is that it interferes with your hormonal system. That system is super important for children's organs to develop specifically their brain to develop Mm. properly. And so, um, that's how it all works. And so people, because you can't touch it and feel it and see it, in the same way as maybe like smoking a cigarette causes 
lung cancer. And, and now we know those two things are correlated, but there was a point where doctors were smoking like way back in the day before we knew, right? So this is a natural kind of evolution of learning about something and then changing our behavior around it. Sure. Sure. Would you, um, would you say that these uh, chemicals are found in all plastic? Yes. So the, yeah, they are. So the nice thing about Ahimsa is because it was really, um, I always say that Ahimsa is really a public health mission. We just happened to serve it on rainbow steel. So everyone's listening. (laughs) I'm like, well, while I have you, let me tell you more. And so um, we have the world's leading experts on our science council. And I felt that was very important because I wanted it to make sure that we were kind of educating in the right way that we're saying the right things that we're developing our products with the safe, like safest protocols. So one of the um, doctors who is on our council um, is Dr. Jody Flaws. And she wrote the huge policy statement from the endocrine society on plastics, disturbing human health. And anytime you talk to her, it's, it is literally all plastics. So for example, um, BPA, as you mentioned, Oh, BPA free. The problem is the BPA is just one of the many chemicals in that class or like family. So there are other cousins to BPA like BPS and Z and and all these other replacements. And we have found that they're just as bad, if not worse. So like the replacements are worse. It's just the marketing messaging has been. That's that's exactly what I was going to ask. Is the BPA free thing just a marketing ploy or is there a it's a response to um, actually a set of moms <laughs> and because mm-hmm. moms, I mean, we're, we're like mama bear, right? Like mm-hmm. legislators, I, I always say like people are scared of moms, right? And that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to create like a mom force to say like, hey, <laughs> we got to do, yeah, that's right. We, we got to do better. Um, and so they, they're all the kind of the similar classes. And remember, plastic is synthetic. It's man-made. It doesn't occur naturally. And so you have to make it and you make it with all these different types of chemicals. So bisphenol, BPA is a class, is, is one of the chemicals in bisphenol, phthalates, perchlorates. These are all different synthetic man-made chemicals that are used to make plastic, to make it hard, to make it flexible, to do all the things that plastic's really good at, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I think a group of moms realized that BPA was really causing a big issue and it was heavily in baby bottles. And so when they advocated for it, the answer was, okay, let's remove BPA. But turns out that's just a bandaid, right? Like you got to address the whole system and really just, it's the same thing. If you just replace it with another chemical or um, instead of using, you know, let's say disposable plastic, you're using disposable paper, whatever that is, you're still creating waste, right? And so really the goal is let's not, Let's stop doing the band-aids like down here. Let's go upstream. Let's go upstream, solve the actual problem of the classes of chemicals, the types of materials we're using. So then we can encourage brands, legislators to say, hey, let's just start creating products that are better for the planet and better for kids and better for human health. To me, it's a really simple solution. So I can't wrap my brain. And it's really a shame that there are so many marketing angles because um, I can think of so many um, when you like go down the store aisles and it's like, it's made of recycled plastics and people seem to think that that's better. Right. Or, um, 
you know, oh, it's made of bamboo, but it's like got all these other things inside of it. Or when I think about like, I always go back to like the pots and the pans because I feel like, yes, we are eating on plastic at times, but like, what are we cooking our food on originally before even getting to the plate? Like I have such a concern with that. Um, And how do we like correct that sort of, um, I guess, like, how do you disrupt that part? Because um, all the greenwashing, I think, really exists in the pots and pans, too. Yes. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Because, um, but there's been more media. So that's why podcasts like this and using your voice when you have big followings is so important, because that's how we change things, right? That Mm -hmm. a ton of people come forward and say, this is not right, because we know based on science that so Teflon, for example, that has PFAS. And so it's a forever chemical. It also kind of disrupts a lot of, you know, hormone systems. And so, and it just like lasts in your body and lasts in the environment. And so in the media, it started to get some attention on like, Hey, this is bad. And you do see some people now switching over to cast iron and stainless steel. And that was actually the first um, change I made as a mom when I heard about that. Right. And then I heard about the plastic and I switched over to glass and stainless steel. So it's a, it's an evolution, right? But it's, it shouldn't always be on the consumer, right? It should totally. be better legislation. Brands should be doing better to abide um, by that. And that probably the scariest part of all of it is when I was bringing a product to life, I'm a scientist, right? Like I'm a, I'm a doctor. So like, to me, there's like 18,000 layers of, of research and protection <laughs> in that before we bring something to market. So I just assumed it was the same. And it turns out what I found out was very scary that really um, it is not monitored very well. And our kind of food um, standards here are like significantly lower than the European Union. So we actually do all of our testing protocols according to like the EU and other stringent areas of the world. That's awesome. Um, and it's just the FDA, like it's, they're the food and drug administration. So I think that they do a really good part in the drug administration part and the food has kind of like slipped through the crack and like they need funding, they need support. So again, we can't point fingers, but we should just say, Hey, let's like work on this together because we have a really big problem. Yeah. So yeah, I don't mean to be scary because there's really good solutions for all of this, but it's totally. important to know because it's it is a big issue that a lot of people don't know about. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. I love nothing more than a delicious cup of coffee first thing in the morning. Or uh, if I'm feeling a little frisky, I'll go straight espresso. Uh, That'll be a double shot for me. I uh, really take pride in the way my espresso pulls. Uh, For me, it's got to be super thick. Crema's got to be super thick. And it's got to be super good. And that's exactly what you get from Drew Coffee Espresso Number 1. Um, great news, guys. I've been tasting a bunch of organic options uh, and some organic and fair trade options. And that is the direction that Drew Coffee is moving completely. I hope in the next 6 to 12 months, the only offerings that we have are certified organic and or certified organic and fair trade. Uh, the fair trade piece is up for a bit of debate, but that's for another conversation. Uh, I'm just really excited about where Drew Coffee's going. There's a whole new website being built out on the back end right now. Um, we're going to be hitting the go button pretty quick. So really, I just wanted to say thank you for all of you who have tried Drew Coffee so far. Those of you who are current subscribers, uh, it really means the world to me. 
I am learning a lot about myself. I find a lot of joy in bringing a product to life. And although there are a million options when it comes to coffee, I wanted something that represented me in the way that I like to do it. So that's, that's what uh, I'm aiming to share with you guys and aiming to impact the world and make Drew the most sustainable brand in the world and the example for not only coffee companies to look at, but any, any company. So Thank you to those who have tried it. If you have not tried Drew Coffee yet, again, code adulting at checkout will get you 30% off your first purchase. Um, please go and give it a try and uh, let me know what you think. And now back to adulting like a mother father. I think um, it, to your point, there's definitely some responsibility on, on the shoulders of of corporations. The thing that's hard, as you know, I'm sure, is it's really hard to cut into profits and create change within these organizations. But I think it's cool that like someone like you or really anybody can take these things into their own hands and create solutions that are better for us, better for our kids, better for the planet. I want to know more about stainless steel in terms of like, what impact does that have on the environment? Like what additional benefits other than, you know, reducing or eliminating plastic is there for that type of product? Yeah. So in general, number one, less than 9% of world, like plastic worldwide is actually recycled, which is insane, right? Because again, from a marketing standpoint, you hear that reduce, reuse, recycle, but really the, the recycling is not happening because it's cheaper to just produce new plastic. And so that's what's happening. And so we kind of forget about the reduce and reuse portion, which is much more significant. So in terms of stainless steel, it's the most recycled material in the world. You can actually recycle like all of stainless steel. Wow, that's cool. It's incredible. Yes, yes. And I'm proud to say that all of our items are made of 100% recycled stainless steel. So we don't source new um, like steel for it. On on that Um, note, sorry, how uh, accessible is recycled stainless steel? Like how easy is it for you guys to go and source the recycled material? So I I don't know exactly. I mean, for dinnerware, like Uh great. (laughs) I think when you're using it for... Because remember, stainless steel is using a lot of different things. So if you're using it for big airplanes and things of that sort, that industry, I think, sources very differently. Um, but my understanding, because we work very close with our manufacturer to make sure we're at the, like, the highest stringency in terms of the things that we do, um, it's all recycled in terms of like, you know, where we source it from, it is like the norm. That's so awesome. that makes me feel really good because it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue even in the future, you know? Yeah. Um, and actually one of the things we're really trying to test is to say, Hey, can you take this steel plate, which I hope that you guys keep forever. Right. And never have to like take it anywhere, but could you just take it to your local recycling center and have it recycled? That's actually our next stage. Cause it's not just about saying something is recyclable, but saying, like giving the people the action, is it actually doing the thing that you said it's going to do <laughs> in, yeah, a, in an yeah. easy way, right? Like a lot of the things we have recycling codes and you can't just take it to your local recycling center. I know. Totally. I know. You know? Totally. Um, and then the other kind of benefit in terms of, um, so that's like the really big benefit from the environmental standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do for the coloring, um, we actually use titanium, which is the same stuff that is used in medical implants. And so if you have if you know of anyone who has that. Um, and so we use a process that's called, it's like a closed loop system. So we have no toxic runoff that goes back into the water or back into cool. the local environment. So, but you're right. Like these things cost money, right? Like it costs money to do that. Um, 
And ironically, so we have no microplastic in our packaging at all. And the irony is it costs more to be mm, of course. environmentally friendly. <laughs> and so um, all of those things are kind of on the environmental side, but on the health standpoint, I mean, if you look around at commercial kitchens and you think about the hospital, I mean, stainless steel is everywhere. It's for a reason, right? So um, it's inert. So it doesn't interact with other materials or other um, environments. So Mm. for example, um, plastic, when you put hot food on it, or you put it in the dishwasher, it can leach those man-made chemicals into the food your children are eating. Stainless steel is inert. So it doesn't interact with anything. So you can expose it to a lot of different things and it just kind of stays the same. So that's why they use it in indwelling. I love that you said that. I love those little tidbits. I'm definitely stealing that stainless steel is inert. And I'm going to share it with all my friends as if it came from me. So they- oh, good. Yeah. And it's such a, it sounds so like fancy inert. It sounds uh, like. Uh, <laughs> it's so interesting. Cause you know, I think about like as a consumer, right. Cause like, I'm kind of this impulsive, very influential person, right. Which is wild that I have any influence at all because I will listen to you and I will run like the wind. I'm already going through our drawers at home. Like, and I'm pretty, (laughs) I'm pretty like, I'd say like 85, 90% of our stuff is very in line with your mission because I think like slowly over time, I've made those choices. And for me too, it started with, um, it may have actually started with Tupperware, to be honest with you. Like I got rid of plastic a long time ago, but then it went to cookware and it's definitely become more prevalent in our um, dinnerware, but I want to, I want to go back a little bit because it's really, really almost impossible outside of your brand to find dinnerware that is stainless steel. Like, are you looking to expand to more like family kind of styles and things of that nature? Because, you know, people are doing ceramic and things like that, but like, I I don't know of any like stainless that I, I've I've never actually seen that. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, I kind of joke that it's, it's a little bit funny because much like yoga or turmeric or coconut oil, all the stuff that I grew up with, like as an Indian is, is like suddenly super cool here. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Every weekend, my mom put coconut oil in my hair. Like that's just like what we did, but it's the same with stainless steel. Really? Like it's, it is, if you go to India, all the families, like that's their dinnerware and their restaurants and the temples. And so it's not like a new concept. Um, so I'm always like, well, a billion people can't all be wrong. Like, <laughs> no, they're so right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so yeah, it's just and turmeric and coconut. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, actually, the funny story behind all of it himself was that my own mom, a very strong-minded, you know, Indian um, immigrant mom, came home one day, and I had bought also plastic little suction cups and 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 uh, spoons for my twins when I was introducing solids. Because that's all that's in the aisle. So you that's go it. to this, you go there and you pick out like what's there. And uh, she came over to watch the kids. I went to clinic to go see patients and I came home and all my drawers were gone. Like just totally, like they were all taken away. <laughs> and she had, she said, I don't want you to use this plastic. I don't think it's good for their health. And um, I was like, but mom, I have, I have nothing now to feed the children out. <laughs> and she's like, I'll get you some. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> And so that's how it all started. And then go figure five years later, the American Academy of Pediatrics backs it up with science. So she's really, she's feeling real good about her mothering skills. Yeah. Is is mom part of the business as well? (laughs) She's not except for, I mean, it's funny because it's not like we have a huge following, but she's number one super fan. Always just like, she just, (laughs) 
So she's a fan. She's not for a sure. <laughs> it's it's got to be so cool to see something like that come to fruition. I mean, I know it's so common for you, but for me looking in before even considering having you on the show, which again, like, thank you so much because this is so insightful for us. I can only imagine what other people listening are feeling right now. But like, I was, I was like, let me buy this right now because that was the, I've never seen anything like it. It's so fun. It makes it more exciting and playful. It definitely makes it feel like it's appropriate for a kid because I think the idea of like stainless steel bowls, cause I'm thinking right now, I'm like, well, I have, I could find mixing bowls or like dog bowls, but like yeah. nothing of that nature that's geared yes. towards like a kid. Well, we get it all the time from parents. So we actually are launching a family line just to address like what you asked. So we have now, um, round plates that are called the, um, purposeful plate because they're nine inches in diameter and it doesn't have compartments. Um, and then we are in the fall releasing, um, kind of a lunch kit and storage system. Whoa. And, but the point is that I didn't want it to just, because at the end of the day, I'm still a pediatrician and part of my job is to counsel families on, on staying healthy. And so, um, every detail in each of the designs. So our bestseller, for example, is the mindful meal time set. I didn't want it to just be that it was a safer, sustainable material, but I also wanted it to be a teaching tool because we know, especially in pediatrics, that when you make those changes early on in life for the kids, those healthy eating habits really carry forward. And so we see great outcomes when you start early. And so um, actually, like, that's why if you can see this, but it's designed like, and this is like the plain one, but, you know, fruits and vegetables should be half of your plate and grain and protein. And so, um, and then the cup, for example, anytime you go to the pediatrician's office, when, especially when your kids are young, they may say, Oh, how many ounces of milk is your kid drinking? And you're like, I don't, Oh God, I don't know. And so I made the cup, for example, exactly eight ounces. So then you as a parent who's busy and sleep deprived can say, Oh yeah, she has about three cups of like a himsa a day. Oh, that's about, you know? And so then you start to say, I actually know what I'm doing when I'm plating mm-hmm. my meal. I know I'm supposed to have more age appropriate portions and a variety of food on my child's plate. And so I wanted it to all be a teaching tool. So even that new plate that we just launched nine inches is really backed by science to be the more appropriate size for a plate because we have such portion distortion in this country now. And so little things like that, I wanted it to feel like very intentional, every aspect of it. Um, because I'm still a mom too. And I'm like, I don't know, what am I supposed to serve my kids? And so having that visual roadmap has been really helpful. And the kids then start requesting because they want to fill up, you know, each of those compartments. That's, <laughs> cool. So, that's so cool. Yeah. So yeah. cool. That's, that's, yeah, I, I agree with you being a mom and I'm sure a dad, like you could relate. It's like, you go so quickly. And when you're just trying to get food on a plate, it's almost like so much easier to have it. Like you said, roadmapped out for you um, because you are a pediatrician. And because we actually, I'm, I've been vegan for 23 years uh-huh. and our kids are plant-based as well. Um, yes. I've, I never heard of the, how much milk per day. So I kind of wanted you to elaborate because some of our listeners, I think live I mean, maybe you're more interested in plant-based, maybe not, but because I am, yeah. I'm interested to hear more. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, so I'm vegetarian and we are actually starting to transition to vegan too, for many reasons, but, um, certainly from an environmental standpoint. So I think some of the things that I've learned in this journey too, is some of the things that we think that we're supposed to do are based 
on things that you wouldn't necessarily think, you know, are rooted in science, but really maybe like an industry or whatnot. And so, um, for example, like even the school lunch program, they mandate milk to be served. It's, it's just part of the thing. And so um, historically in pediatrics, we were taught, you know, you have to be really careful with patients who are vegetarian and vegan because they need this extra source of, you know, like B12. And, and, and so there was always that classical thinking. And so depending on your child's age, you know, 24 ounces, 36 ounces, it really depends on your child's age on how much milk kind of the guidelines for pediatricians are. That being said, there's been definitely a shift in even our own education, our own ability to counsel uh, families on a more plant-based diet. So I think you're going to start to see more literature really back that up. Um, And so because I don't necessarily do that day in and day out, I don't know all the like specifics, but I will tell you there's a growing trend now um, to even serve more plant-based food for kids and that you don't have to do meat to, you know, that there are other kind of options out there. Super so cool. I hope that makes you feel it's better. <laughs> no, totally. No, I just, I think it's, I always think it's so cool talking to someone who is also a parent, but who has that education and who is a doctor and advises on this because, um, most people that I've talked to, like Dr. Joel, for example, who yeah. I know that, you know, yes. um, has always been so, so open and, and, um, also in line with kind of what you said, where like he supports it all. And he thinks that there's a world in which everything can be done, um, safely and, and nutritionally. And that's, that always brings me a lot of comfort. I always want to sort of like bring light to that, especially being in the position I'm in because I'm not a doctor, but it is nice that like, I can say like, I have, I've been this for 23 years. My kids are healthy and thriving. Um, and it's not, it's, it can be done, you know, mindfully. Yes. And I think that's the key, right? That's, I mean, that's actually, that's why we call it the mindful mealtime set. It's cool. And you're just being more mindful about what you're doing. And you, you know, that's why I came out with the eBooks, to be honest, because I don't want people to feel like after listening to this, oh, I need to go and purchase this product. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I also want to give other ways that people can live, you know, less plastic during mealtime. And so that's why we kind of came out with the ebook because there's really simple, safe ways to reduce your exposure. Um, and something as simple as saying no to the receipt paper at the grocery oh, yes. store. I love that. Yeah. And it's so easy, right? Because most people don't know that thermal line receipt paper is lined in BPA. And so, you know, they give it to you, you touch it. And then you just throw it in the trash because it can't, you can't even recycle it because it's <laughs> plastic lined. And so, you know, it, sometimes we get paralyzed by saying, oh gosh, there's climate change and there's a plastic crisis and you feel like you can't do anything. But really the point is that those just like small, we always say at Ahimsa, it's the little things that matter, right? The little things that we do as parents. And if you do it and I do it, and then a hundred million more people do it it's a really big impact and you didn't like upend your whole life for it, you know? Um, so that's why I like being able to talk to you guys and really be able to educate the masses because it's important to know that they can be empowered and not to feel yeah. like, Oh gosh, all hope is lost. You know, totally. Yeah. You know what? Like, I like to go back to like, it's a simpler way of thinking, although it feels so complex. It yeah. truly it's is just, about it's change, right? It's change for anybody. Yeah. It is and just getting back. Like you said, just simple, you know, simplify, you know, you don't need 18 plastic dishes and you're like, get a set and just use mm-hmm. it forever, you know, yeah. or yeah. like you don't need to 
Um, you know, even in the grocery store, why, why produce is wrapped in plastic is beyond me. I don't know. Like just buy a piece of fruit. One tip that I really like to tell parents um, is when you go to the grocery store, if you shop on the kind of outskirts, like the, the perimeter, um, we always say that they're very quiet food, whereas the middle is very processed and they're always screaming like, I've got calcium or I don't have this. And I, ha-, they're very loud. But then you go on the outside and an orange is just orange. And he's like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm an orange. Like, <laughs> I got to have anything to prove. I'm so, so glad you said that because I love quiet food. I'm not a loud guy. <laughs> I want everything yeah. around me, including the kids sometimes, to just keep it down a little bit. Yes. So this is all yes. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a simple thing. But to your point, just keep it simple. You know, you don't. Yeah. You definitely don't need to go out and like spend a bunch of money, but it's just the small little things you can do and, and engage in those conversations. And so um, that's why I feel like this mission for me was not like, oh, let me launch a company or create a product. It was, how can I change the system? And so um, I'm really excited because not only are we doing the family line, we're also, we've just launched in schools for school cafeterias um, because the amount of single use plastic um, and even reusable plastic is a lot of exposure for a lot of children and contributing a lot of waste to the planet in which they will live in. Well, mm-hmm. we're gone, you know? And so um, that institutional level change is so important for me to really change the system. So yeah, I cool. love that. Um, this was like the best. I really can't thank you enough because um I know what it does to me. And I just always think about our listeners and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sure there are people just like me out there going, I cannot <laughs> wait to get to my drawers right now. So, but on a, on a higher level, how can everyone support you and your mission further? Can you share more about your website? Or I know you're trying to, to get more into, like, how can we advocate for this in schools? Obviously we know what we can do inside of our homes, but how can we help you more? Yes, absolutely. So you can support our small business um, and just go to ahimsahome.com. Um, we actually have a wonderful sale going on right now in uh, honor of Earth Day. But again, Earth Day is every day, not just one day or a week. It's every single day. <laughs> so you can go to ahimsahome.com or follow us at, at ahimsahomeusa on Instagram and Facebook and all the social media platforms. If you're interested in it for your school, you can um, visit ahimsaschools.com. And there's a contact form there, or you can email hi at ahimsaschools.com and we'll be able to really help you. The good news is for like people listening, there are a lot of great funding options for schools to make that change and really great organizations who are helping to support that change for schools. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it should be a win-win for everyone. It should be a yeah, win-win. That's, cool. that's something that you can help with. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely talk offline. I would love to support um, further for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And again, just giving a voice to the mission and the education and empowerment, I think is, is, is so helpful. So thank you. Awesome. It was so good to talk to you. You I'm very excited to see what's in the future for you and and how it affects everyone else too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we are back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I felt like, well, you guys know how I feel. I feel moved. <laughs> I feel moved to get out of my seat and get home so I can go through all of our stuff. I'm not even kidding. Maybe- what I, what, what I want to know is like, what, what did you purchase? Oh, I was just about to find my receipt. I got three of the, um, 
of the meal kits. Mm. And now I'm blanking out on the mindful meal. Yeah. The mindful meal. kit. Yeah. Yeah. So I got three of them because they come with a plate. See this where it's like, right. And then the cup and then a fork and a spoon. And then also has a little snack bowl. Um, which like I got the third in case one's dirty or whatever, not because, you know, I've got, I know something you don't know. <laughs> they should, uh, say that again. Nothing. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> they should do something at least for the cup with Kiki milk. <gasps> That's a great that idea. Would be a cool collab. Yeah. No, I honestly like, I don't know what I can do to help out other than like use my platform, but like. If I'm someone who's like actually seeking these kind of solutions out and it's actually not that easy for me to find, then I can only imagine how other people feel. You know what I mean? Like we got to make this the norm. It's really not that hard. Agreed. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Make it the Um, norm then. I did. I did use the discount and I hope it's still available. It was earth 25. It saved me $48 on a set of three. I feel like, you know what? Yeah. It's not the same price as going to TJ Maxx, like some of our plates and stuff. Like I got at target or whatever. And it's like, you know, cheap, but cute, but whatever. I don't care for me. It's like health is wealth. And if I have to pay a little more on the front end to protect the long run, like I'm down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to pay a lot less doing it that way. That's than, what I'm saying. Than, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, really cool. So, Love so it. grateful. Um, that we had Dr. Mantravati on the show. I think that's like epic for us. Got Dr. Joel. We got the good guys coming. We got the whole with the Avenger Doctor crew. I'm into that. <laughs> you and, and the Marvel stainless steel mm-hmm. with the friggin' windbreaker. There you I go. cannot. Anyways, Why I you love you. This windbreaker is pretty dope. It's by um, LSKD. Do you know what that stands for? No. Loose kid. Not does loose, it? Yeah, loose kid or loose kids. Yeah, I looked it up. Really? Yeah, because I saw it so many times. I was like, "What the? F- what is that acronym for?" Uh huh. Loose kid, like as in like because I don't. We're I, on the loose. Every kid. brand tries to do acronyms, but if you don't make cool stuff, I don't care. Sure, sure. Right? sure. But if you make stuff that like looks dope, like eventually, I, I'm like, I want to know what that means. No, I'm with you. I I didn't ever really cared because I just love the way it fits. Hmm. Huh, interesting. Do you like the way it looks? Yeah, I do. Do you like the way it sounds? No, not in this case. But I like it because I'll always know where you are. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods.